Welcome back. Welcome back to Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode 67. Man, you said 67 last time. I know. And now it I is. Just, now and then is. I just tried to remember. I'm like, it's 67. I'm better when it's consecutive numbers. Like 66? No, consecutive is like six and then seven. Oh, I was just thinking of like the same. Oh, number. no. Like six and then seven. Like today is like two, three, twenty third. So you're not going to remember any episode until we get to 78? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't remember anything anyway. <laughs> every 11 episodes you can remember. One. Then I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Case, how you doing? Uh, I'm okay. I'm good. I mean, you know, life is, it's, it's tricky right now. Okay. It's Everybody. Not be- beautiful. It's not beautiful right now. I'm trying so hard to stay positive. I mean, it's Christmas Eve tomorrow. It's Christmas Eve Eve right now. Christmas Eve Eve. And it's Christmas Eve is my favorite day, but it's just like, it's like this gloom, right? It's like a, it's like a little bit of a dark cloud right now. I don't know anyone that's really thriving in life right now. Like I think everybody's either sick or they're kind of bummed out or, you know, so it, it is really hard. So I'm happy we're doing this because I love talking about movies. It always does cheer me up. And I really want to watch Christmas Vacation as soon as possible because I think that will help. Okay. I know you want to watch it tomorrow because you want to finish Hawkeye tonight. Yes. I feel like that should be the priority. That's fine. I. That's fine. As long as we promise to watch Christmas Vacation tomorrow. Yeah. I think it's a great Christmas Eve movie because Christmas Eve is also like our party day. It is our party day. And I know. Like you'll laugh and talk through that movie. Like it's it's a good it's a good it is family. And watch. then we, you know, what we could do. So we have our big dinner and we'll have it early, like four-ish, so that like it digests or four or five. I I say the earlier the better, just so it digests, so everyone wants to drink. Because usually if we start eating at like eight, we're not drinking before that. Well, we are, but you know, as soon as everybody eats, everyone goes like sleepy time. It's like you know, your stomach's full. You don't feel like drinking. So I'm thinking we eat early. And then just snack kind of at night. I'm like, I mean, I could be ready anytime tomorrow. And then while we're digesting, we watch Christmas Vacation and then we play games. That works for me. Play Cards Against Marvel. But then you know what's going to happen? This is what's going to happen because this is what always happens in our household. You and dad have to podcast. Do that early before everything. I know, but. It doesn't always happen that way. There's things, things come up and then we're like, okay, we're just going to do this. And then things get pu- pushed by the wayside. Jack, how are you doing? Um, Better than me? Probably. Okay. It's oh. not hard. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Wrap, finished wrapping Christmas presents today. I know. You're still waiting on one though. Yeah. Are you stressed? Uh, no, it's not a big deal. Okay. Like, it's not the end of the world to me. There's still three things I have to give. Okay. And one of them actually turned out better than I was hoping for. Can you I'm, say what it is? She doesn't listen to our podcast anyway. Uh, she might. <gasps> what if she did? She, She's she, going to love my present. Can we say? say? Yeah. Like, well, I am going to win. Again, I don't. No, you're not. Really? No. Damn it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you off air. Oh, okay. I love when people on podcasts say that. Like, ooh, I'll tell you off air. Off air. I will tell you. But, like, your gift is extravagant. Okay. M- mine is like thoughtful tears. Like, oh, damn it. Yeah. I love. You'll probably get she, tears too, though. She cries a lot. She cries. I shouldn't say a lot. She cries easily over gifts. Like she's a very appreciative. Like I'm probably going to give her her first thing. And again, I'll tell you that one off air too. She'll probably cry at that one. And I said, I told her, I'm like, if you cry at this, I might laugh at you because 
it is like not a sentimental like it's just like a oh look here's a gift like it's like right. not very thoughtful okay but she'll probably end up crying right she just like gets like that though it's sweet right oh, it, it's incredible yeah and to me i just t- treat it as a competition like i'm gonna make you cry right right and now it that sounds you... really mean happy cry happy cry and not sad cry not sad no 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 sad cries but I no. just I want to say that before people think, wow, this guy's a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> just wants to make her cry. Totally. Uh, again, I'm not a, <laughs> a big uh, like Christmas spirit person. Like for me, like Christmas is like three days. Right. It kind of started today. Like I listen to some Christmas music. Like I'm I'm not like opposed to it. I'm not like, yeah, get it out of my face. But I'm also not like seeking it out just because. Yeah. Kind of bu- like not biz- too busy to be doing that. But I'm just not really until the like i'm done school then right. it's like okay i can think a little bit more about christmas yeah well i have to start thinking about christmas like back in like usually october <laughs> i actually start kind of gathering gifts and things right this year because of mike's injury it's it's been a little thrown together and i think that's throwing me off a little bit like well, yeah, I, I, think I don't I have, a, I have about 15 presents to open i know oh my god you have so many presents i'm so stressed like i actually like i had to maneuver a few things like i had to like be sh- creative with um a couple of things like put things together yeah or to put like things together for me and dad. yeah like i had to be like hey this is actually for you and dad and then th- this is yeah i just had to be a little more creative because you definitely have more presents to open than everyone else yeah, i'm I, pretty sure you do yeah i would yeah. laugh if it wasn't if it was just like even because you know i don't care about that no i know i don't care no i do for some reason i don't know why i think you just you want it to be even yeah, I just think when you have two, three kids now, like you just want everyone to feel loved. Four. Yeah. Arguably five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a lot. A one yeah. adult household. I feel like I'm, I'm like second place in the. I think you're, yeah, an adult. Actually, for sorry, sure. sorry, third. My girlfriend is definitely second. Yeah, yeah. Her she's, and I are. She's very much an adult, except I'm the cook. We're very aligned in how we think too, like how we we like things planned, and we're like we just like that. And then so. the other three of us are like, yeah, let's just go with the flow. <laughs> yeah, let's just go. It'll just all work out. You know why it all works out? This gal right here. Yes, the people behind <laughs> the scenes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so today we're gonna do top one hundred movie challenge, last one of the year. Yeah. No, are we doing one next year? Next week? Wow. Are we? I thought we were taking two weeks off. No. Oh, okay. We never talked about having two weeks off. You literally said. <gasps> I did. Like a week ago. Like, oh, we'll take these two weeks off and start oh, the new year. But then we or, should. Or I think just one one week. Okay. Yeah, fair. one week. And we'll start back up in January 5th, I think it is. Something like that. Yeah, I'm off school anyways. So, like for now. Until yeah. the 10th. Yeah. Yeah, because we're coming back with a good one. We are. Right? In the new year. Did we talk about it? We might have. We might have, but we'll still <laughs> well, pretend it's, it's a secret. Yeah, it's a secret. <laughs> Uh, so top two movies, Three Idiots and Guardians of the Galaxy. A bit of a more of a wholesome week. It was one of my favorites, actually. My favorite weeks. First of all, can we start with Three Idiots then? Uh, and then <laughs> I'll just say before we start that we're also doing our... Wait, we're doing a year wrap up. <laughs> so then how are we going to do yeah. an episode next week? <laughs> all right, all right, you're right. We you're can. Right. I'm just saying it'll be like... No, we're doing a year wrap up. This is wrap wrap up the year, so we get two weeks off. Right. It's not two weeks, though. It's only one. That's right. It's just one week. Okay. So just not next week. Okay. No episode next week. No episode next week. So we're going to do some categories from (laughs) the Top 100 Movie Challenge, our favorite show. We're going to rank the MCU shows that they released this year. Um, 
the our favorite theater experiences mm-hmm. and movies we're looking forward to in 2022. Yeah. We did. We just did movies. I, I was thinking about throwing in some TV shows. The only one I, I honestly really care about right now is Euphoria. I'm just really excited for it. Yeah, for sure. I know. I looked up Zendaya. I was like, what has she got coming out? Yeah. Good good year for her. And Great year for her. It just seems like it's going to keep getting better. Was yeah. Malcolm and Marie this year or was that no, last year? No, I think that was last year. 2020. 2020. Oh, this is... I have to tell this before we even start. Oh, God. I thought right, was- right before we started, <laughs> you look at me and go... So let's talk about our favorite movies from 2022. <laughs> and I'm like, I kind of look up and I'm like, she's going to, she'll, gonna figure, she'll get there. She's going to figure it out. She's like 2021. Yeah. You know why? Because <laughs> they're just saying that this is 2022. It's just going to be a repeat of 2020. So for me, I'm already over this 2022. Like I'm already like, and, and that's it. We're just moving on to 2023 now. No, I'm just kidding. Hopefully it gets better, but. Not looking good right now. Can right? always can always hope and can always just do our part. Yep. We, as we have been doing. All right. Except for all the ragers. I know. Our big ragers. The like two people that we have ever come over. Yeah. Right. They're Sh- in our bubble. Shout out Carolyn and Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Top 100 movie challenge. We're going to start with Three Idiots 2009 directed by uh, Raj Kumar Hirani. Mm-hmm. Good job. Uh, uh, the story follows three students at an Indian engineering college and puts a funny spin on the social pressure of the Indian education system. Like, funny, yeah. Like, it, you know what? If you had to describe this movie, though, like, I wouldn't say it's a comedy, it's a drama, it's a, like, it has a couple musical numbers. Yeah, it's, bo- like, it's, it's Bollywood. It's, it's kind of all over the place as far as, like, it really takes you on a ride, right? Which I was down for. So when we had this movie, I was like, I've never heard of this movie before in my life. Um, but I was like, okay, let's, you know, give it a try. And I really got sucked into this story. Like, I really loved it. It was, it's a really interesting, like they have, they're extremely strict and it's trying to show you how the, the Indian schools, how these students are treated, right? So, yeah, there are funny parts, but there are some really serious parts. Like, there's a lot of suicide because then I started looking it up and there's a lot of suicide within this engineering kind of program, right? Because there's a lot of pressure. The families work really hard to get these students to these schools and then they have, they want them to succeed. And some of them don't want to be engineers. Like our one little friend, Farhan, Farhan, he wanted to be a photographer, so there's these three friends. There's Rancho, Farhan, and Raji, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Raji is doing it. Like, he's one of the, like, his family has put everything into him, and he has to do it. But he actually wants to do it. Farhan does not want to do it. He wants to be a photographer. And Rancho is maybe one of my favorite characters I've ever seen. I was going to say, in he's, terms of, like, cinematic history, it is just, like, it's someone who is like he is the star of the movie, but he still somehow just steals the show, if that makes sense. Yeah, he is. He I love the way he thinks. I love he he doesn't he doesn't subscri- subscribe to the what everyone else is doing. And he's very, very intelligent and very smart. And he challenges a lot of the teachers and he challenges his friends to be like, is this really what you want? And is this like to kind of see the world a little bit differently. And so the movie starts out and it's September 5th, which is a really important date because on this day when they were back in school, 
they oh I don't remember the guy's name the really the number one guy who was always he was always first in his class and he was um wait maybe I did write it down no frig I didn't sorry oh I did uh uh Charter it's Uh, C-H-A-T-U-R Chateau Chateau maybe yeah I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Okay. So Chateau and Rancho are to meet back and see who is more successful. Because this guy is like, he's he's that, I don't know if we're even allowed to say it, like brown noser. Like he's like a. I was going to say he's like the, the bully, the goody two shoes. Yeah. Like he sucks up to the teachers. He is number one most of the time, except Rancho does get number one spot a lot. Um, but so they're supposed to meet back on September 5th. So they all meet back up there and it's, um, they haven't seen Rancho since they graduated. And so this guy, Chartreur, is like, I know where he is. So it's kind of like the movie goes back and forth, like their journey to find Rancho and then what happened while in school. So it's not hard to follow, though. Like, I didn't find it hard to be like, where are they? Like, you could just kind of tell. It is It is very distinct. But again, like last week, it was just it's not one of my favorite movie aspects. Yeah. Again, they do make it very clear. Like, I... I not that again not that it's hard but even i think of a movie like the matrix that was like okay we are in you could tell when we're in the matrix because the colors literally change right right for this it's not hard to keep track but i I just don't always enjoy it right i i i really liked it because i just just that part i loved the movie yeah and so then yeah so they're on this like they're they're on this journey and what i'm gonna say i don't want to give away too much i don't think people will watch the movie so i'm gonna just give away enough for whatever but they go to the address of where they think rancho is and they meet this guy and he said i'm rancho and they're like no and then they look at this picture on the wall of their graduating class and it's a picture of this guy it's not the actual rancho they know and so they're like so confused because like where is he so the guy explains to him, he's like, oh, that guy was, he used to work for my family or his family did. And then he used to do odd jobs. So he's really, really smart. So I gave him my work to do and the school found out about it. So the dad was like, Rancho, the, the imposter Rancho, the one that we know as Rancho is going to go to school and get a degree in engineering for my son. And that's like, so it's the wrong guy. So then then they have to kind of start over of like, well, where is this guy? And what I love about this, this movie is it had a lot of depth to it. Like it dealt with some really important topics without it being like thrown in your face, like like suicide and like family expectations and loyalty to your friends and pushing the boundaries. Like it had a lot. It had a lot of layers to it, but it still was fun to watch like it was really well done and I'm just going to read you one of my quotes and um he said so this was um a far farhan said most of us went to college just to get a degree no degree meant no job no marriage no credit no social status none of this mattered to him talking about rancho he was in college for the joy of learning and I just thought that kind of embodied the whole movie because he really just wanted to learn and he wanted to like help people achieve their highest success whether Mm -hmm. that was an engineering degree or not right I know I really liked it like I would definitely put it on my like wow that movie surprised me would I watch it again no no I feel like it was impactful enough I got it yeah 
but I feel like it's one of those movies that really it's too bad more people haven't seen because I really liked it. I think of a movie like Slumdog Millionaire, which came out mm. the year before, and this was that was the popular Bollywood yeah. movie. Yeah. And I just think of the two movies, and I just get so disappointed that mm-hmm. this one wasn't the the big Hollywood blockbuster that everyone's talking about. Because you get to the first scene, and the guy fakes a heart attack to get off the plane. You're like, okay, this is going to be silly. They're at the school, and they're like doing some hazing stuff. You're like okay like i can see where this is going it's gonna be a little three stoogy especially there's three of them it's it's gonna be a little dumb but it's just it, then it's just not like they kind of use it to set up the characters and then they just let the story they let i feel like they let the setting a lot tell the story mm-hmm. that it's it's one of those you don't have to keep explaining like they're in school it's just like okay look they're in school look what's going on in school right now right yeah and I did feel like at moments, I agree with you in the beginning, I was kind of like, oh, this is a little cheesy because they had those sounds, too. That's like reminding me of like Three Stooges, like poink and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, God, I'm not going to be able to get through this. And it's subtitles sometimes. Sometimes they are speaking English and sometimes subtitles. So you have to pay attention and they're going back and forth in time. So you actually have to pay attention to the movie which is fine. I mean, I can do that. But I was thinking, I don't know if... And it's long. Like, it's over two hours. So I was just oh, like... Oh, it's almost three hours. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be painful. And it was not painful at all. I actually really liked it. But then dad came down at one point and he was like, what are you watching? And I was like, I know. I guess if you walked in halfway through this movie, you might be like, what is this? Well, like, I just think if you walk in during, like, the bathroom number, that yeah. would be the weirdest <laughs> right. part to walk in. <laughs> yeah. But you're like... Like, it's almost like an intermission in a, like, a play. Yeah. Like, it just kind of, not necessarily fits the story, but it just kind of, like, it's almost like a palate cleanser of, like, we've talked about all this stuff, now watch this dance. Yeah. And we'll get back into the story. Right. Yeah. No, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I was really surprised by it, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm glad, again, that this, you know, scratchy thing that we have has pushed me outside of my comfort of movies I tend to stick with, right? Mm. So, I like that. I also, the, in my internet research, these three did a movie together in 2006. Mm. So I liked that because as I was watching, I'm like, ah, oh, this just feels like, feels like a very natural, like, like friendship that they, they have. They seem like they really liked each other. So I was like, either they're really good actors, which they are, mm-hmm. but you could see there was just more to it. Yeah. And the ending is so great. The ending is just like... It's just the cherry on the cake. Like, it's just so it's it's yeah, it was like my favorite part. Do you think it could have been one of those movies that end like sports movies where it's just the like ain't no mountain high (laughs) enough. And it's like they went on to do this. Right, right. Because they all do their own thing. Yes. End up in success in their own way. Yes. Which is what I love. Success doesn't have to be an engineering degree. However, saying that, I know I come from a very different background and upbringing than, you know, that culture. So I just found it really interesting, you know, like they work really, really hard to send their kids to school. So I get why there's so much pressure, but there might want you might want to take a step back to like look at the suicide rates and maybe it doesn't need to be that I don't know, maybe there's other things or something they could be doing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was good. I really liked it. Uh, the three messages that came out of this mm-hmm. was something that Rancho said, which was chase excellence, not success, mm-hmm. which I love that because 
I think everybody in their mind would say, I, I want to be successful, but that's not really a tangible thing. Like what is successful? Yeah. Right. If you're chasing excellence, then the success can come. Yes. So whatever you're doing, do it to not only the best of your ability, but I guess maybe the best of your ability. Yeah. Which once you're learning how to do it, it will be an incredible ability. Mm-hmm. Um, challenging the norm, which yes. like, I'm I'm shocked he didn't get kicked out of the school 10,000 times because yeah. he challenged every teacher. He's such a little shit. And he would go My favorite is when the one teacher's like on a on the bench or like on like it looks like bleachers. Okay. And he sits beside him and he's just like, "So, so the school is just kind of like the caste system. So like if you're an A student, you're a master and if you're a C student, you get treated like a slave." Right. And it's like uh, and the teacher's like like kind of shocked. Yeah. But then they still they never they never back down either it's like this is the way we're doing it and yeah. we're never gonna change yep no for sure and the third one and they say it in that song is all as well yeah sometimes you just need to take a step back and i love how they did it um i can't remember who they put the blindfold on that was scared of heights but then they took the blindfold off and he's like scared and it's so high and he could fall and they just it's one of those just take just, a second you're good all yeah. as well yeah, they have a there's a lot of hidden meanings and it's pretty it's got a lot of depth to it, but yet it's fun to watch. It's it's a really well done movie. I was really impressed by it. For sure. And our second movie. Yep. 2014's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Directed by James Gunn. Yes. Who had to beat out a couple other directors, Peyton Reed, who ended up doing Ant Man, okay. Joss Whedon, which yep. I think already beat out that one. Um, so it's the story of Peter Quill, aka Star Lord, who assembles a ragtag prison team to break out and uh, save the world from the cosmic threat of Ronin and the Orb, which we later find out is an Infinity Stone. Yes. Um, it's just like trying to do notes for this is hard because you're watching and you're just like, oh, this is just this is a great movie. I love this. Yeah. It's like a comfort Marvel movie. It is like I don't have any notes because well I have best soundtrack because the music is incredible in it but I don't have any notes because I was like I don't know like they're they all end up in jail together they become friends they're trying to get this orb I don't know Ronan's after them so is the other guy with the that whistles that was that was good I liked I liked <laughs> the hand motion with that Yondu yeah. Yondu I don't know like I'm like yeah I don't know it's. But it's the first time they're all coming together. I still ball my eyes out at the end. You came, you happen to come down right, right at the after. end. Yeah, right after. Like, it doesn't matter, even though I know what's going to happen. I still cry. Um, I guess the way I liked a few of the scenes that I wrote down mm-hmm. was the way not all of them meet, but most of them meet, which is Quill gets the, the orb and he tries to sell it. And the guy's like, I don't want to deal with Ronan. And, then it's Gamora's chasing after him and then Rocket and Groot are chasing after them and they all get arrested. And like, I just, that interaction, like that whole scene. It, yeah. It's funny to see. It's funny to watch this and see where their friendship and as a group where they develop to. Yeah. But then there's just this beginning of like Groot's arms get cut off and he has mm-hmm. to grow them back. What's the other guy's name? The big guy? Drax. Drax. I like um, him with his, like, he, he doesn't understand, like, sarcasm and stuff. And he can only understand, like, if you say, oh, it went over his head. And he goes, that's not true. Nothing would go over my head. Like, he doesn't understand, like, those kind of, like whatever, sayings. Yeah. yeah. So I, he's really funny. And he 
he's just along for the ride because he's going to kill Gamora, right? A Ronan. He's going to kill Gamora at first, but then... But then... He, it's the negotiation of like, listen, this is Gamora. She could take you to Ronan, which is all that Drax's one focus this whole movie. Yes. Well, because they killed his family, so he's pretty motivated. Yeah. Um, the prison escape scene itself is, is just amazing because they have this whole plan... And then you slowly just see Groot walk away and you're like, oh, wow, they have this like intricate plan. And then Groot's just like, all right, this plan is starting now. Right. (laughs) And like Rocket makes Quill go get the guy's leg for no reason. No reason. That was such a good payoff where you're like, I need this leg. I need you to get this leg for us to get out. And he brings it to him. He's like, ah, no, I just wanted it. Yeah, I didn't really need it. Bradley Cooper is probably the most underrated part because you can't see him. But his voice is just amazing. Like, it, but because I didn't it's so even different. know it was him, though. It doesn't even sound like him. No, right? the way he changes it for that character. Yeah. One of my favorite, I love watching behind the scenes or like a split screen of like an actor doing the voiceover and then the character themselves like moving and talking. Right. And it's just, it's shocking to, because I think of when... Uh, Quill has the plan and Rocket starts laughing. That's the scene I always see with Bradley Cooper doing it. Yeah. I'm like, it is just, it's amazing how he turns his voice and like obviously the CGI and stuff into that. And right, to right. Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. Raccoon. Who's a raccoon? Yeah. <laughs> What's a raccoon? That's, that's, I love that they keep that joke going because even my favorite Marvel movie in Infinity War, Thor calls Rocket. Um, rabbit okay yeah yeah because but then it's one of those like he even looks at him like i'm not a rabbit but he's not a raccoon either right right not really sure what he is no just nothing um uh yeah we are groot like (gasps) don't even whoa the tears are gonna come i can feel it in my nose yeah it's it is because he only can say i am groot through the whole movie yeah he says it in different tones and stuff like that but at the end it is we are groot and And it's pretty and you, it, yeah if you don't cry in that i'm sorry you made a stone like that's it doesn't matter how many times it's just because of some some sacrifices you could see coming even this one you can kind of see coming you can see him wrapping himself around i guess you don't necessarily know that he is sacrificing himself yeah. but he's protecting them and even the end we get the little, the little sapling yeah a little dance like we know there's another group coming i know but it's just not not that it's not the same because they do good they do a good job with the character i think it is fun in the next like one because then he's like a teenager so then you're right i think he's just a like kid in the oh okay maybe he does grow up it's definitely infinity war he's a teenager and he does i am groot and they're like hey language (laughs) yeah so i mean i understand why they did it and it did it did add a bit of storyline of having a new kind of group but there's i mean there's nothing more devastating than that and then death in in all the decay and destruction uh ronan is challenged to a dance-off yep dance-off bro dance-off bro Let's tries go. to tries to hand it to gamora he's like oh bring it back bring it back and they he distracts them long enough because it's funny if you just like stopped it for a minute you're like so this guy is trying to save the world by dancing yeah it's not footloose no which he does which to- he does reference footloose in this one in the movie yeah I was just going to get into Infinity War is where like everyone comes together. Yeah. Um, and distracts them long enough. They get the Infinity Stone out of Ronan's hammer and they save it. And then basically this is I love saying it this way that basically the only reason they save the world is the power of friendship. Mm-hmm. Because Be- they all hold hands. Yeah, Because Quill is holding the stone and it's like it's going to kill him slowly killing him. Yeah. 
uh, I think Gamora grabs on and everyone grabs on and it's this like coming together team moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun team. I have to say like out of the MCU, like there are relationships that are great, but it's like usually just like, you know, like it's Nat and maybe Captain America and Falcon and like, you know, like there's just like there's a few good relationships but this is like a team yeah there's no other team there's no team because they can't agree no they fight all the time all the time um in turn oh so for such a funny movie again similar to three idiots idiots there is a lot of tragedy like quill the opening scene loses his mom and gets uh i guess not kidnapped abducted yeah, I'm not sure. Becomes a space pirate. Saved? No. Saved. It could be saved. <laughs> yeah. Um, Drax and Gamora's families are both killed. Yeah. Rocket, this entire movie is having an existential crisis of what he <laughs> what, is. What am I? <laughs> and it's it's funny because it is funny and you can laugh about it. But then in some moments you're like, wow, like be- he's really questioning what he is. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone's saying what he is and that he's like, that's not I, who I am. Or- I've been torn apart and put back together so many times. Yeah. You know. And then Gamora's sister. Yeah, Nebula. Nebula is an interesting character, right? Because she's, you're just not quite sure with her. Like, is she good, bad? Well, she's not great in this movie. No. She joins the team, though. Eventually. She gets it together. Is that in this one or the second one? I kind of. Second one, I think, yeah. It's not in this one. She no. kills Gamora. Like, she tries to kill her by yeah, blowing she, up her ship yeah, or whatever. kind of does that a lot. Yeah. Nebula's not always on the. On the best of terms. Not on the right side. Um, soundtrack. These are just the songs I wrote down. I'm sure there's more. Okay. Uh, Hooked on a Feeling. Yep. Classic. Uh, Spirit in the Sky. Yes. Then I'm gonna go Don't when listen. I die. Uh, I'm not in love. Not in love. Just because. I didn't know that's what the song was called. That doesn't make sense though. Yeah. That's when Peter and Gamora are slow dancing. Is Aw. Lovers. There's a lot of music. That's my that's favorite, though, is when, like, later, I think it's Infinity War Endgame, when, when they bring her back or whatever, and then Quill's all excited to see her, and oh. he's and she's like, this guy? Like, I'm in love with this guy? And then I think it's Nebula that's like, well, it was him or a or, tree. Right. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I Want You Back, Jackson 5. Yep. Uh, Cherry Bomb. Oh, great tune. Do you, do you call this next one, do you call it Escape, or do you call it the Pina Colada song? Oh, I would say Pina Colada song, but I, I like because it's it's one of those that's called Escape, but everyone knows it as the Pina Colada song. Yeah. Um, ooh, child, things are gonna get easier, which is how the dance off bro. Is, right. He's singing that, which terrible, terrible, terrible. song for a dance off. <laughs> right. Um. Oh, and then ain't no mountain high enough. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, and then come and get your love. Which I think is the opening. Yes. Where he's he's got his Walkman. And And then the mom's like, grab my hand. And then he didn't grab her hand. Oh, not the very, sorry, not the very opening. When it's like present day. Oh, when he's got his, yeah, and he's he's going to get the thing. The orb. The orb. Just an infinity stone. I like saying orb, though. It's a fun word. Orb. Cool. Yeah. I'm, not that I'm surprised it was on here, but it was a, it was a pleasant movie to have on here. Yeah, I I just think out of the MCU, like, there's the Avengers. I guess it depends on when this was made. Yeah. But I would, yeah, I, I am surprised too. I will say that. I, I do enjoy the movie, but I am surprised because I think there's 
better MCU movies. Ooh, Ooh fighting words. Um, I think I remember before I've said to you off air we should rank the MCU movies. I have a I have a easier way of doing it. Okay. Of putting them into tiers. Okay. Okay. And it can be because there's 27 movies. It's not going to be an even amount of. I usually do like four tiers. Could be five tiers. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm down to do it. I would just need some time. So maybe that can be our second episode. Yeah, definitely in the future. It it is a it is a process. Cause yeah, because I'd really. I like, feel like I'd have to like. I'd have to have them almost written down, like on stickies, move. and move them around. Because I think we've didn't done it before though, where we ranked our top ten. MCU, did we? I don't. Maybe. Know. I don't I, my thing was just more it's just more before Doctor Strange comes out so before May it's gonna be my big uh, musical episode I know alright let's singing. get into our year wrap up okay because this is our last episode of the year <laughs> stop okay um, so we'll start with this top 100 movie challenge that was we're almost done it that's why we're just kind of wrapping it up we only have like nine more movies on there so we're just gonna wrap it up but now. i think that's also more of like wrapping up what we've watched this year yeah yeah for sure but it's weird because there's only nine movies left so it's like weird to be like let's wrap it up but yeah. we're still watching those other nine movies mm-hmm. it's not like we're not gonna watch them no and then we'll have to go back to challenging each other i know i got i have a list somewhere of Oof, movies gosh, I gotta, me too it's huge huge list huge I'm sure you can find movies that you go, oh, you haven't seen that? Yeah. Yeah, I will. All right. Uh, let's start with our favorite out of all the movies. On this. On this. On this list. <clears throat> so I put Interstellar and Goodwill Hunting. Okay. Two answers. Good. I am not going to choose <coughs> because they're so different. I don't know. All right. Then I'm going to pick two. Okay. I'm going to pick The Departed. Yes. And The Dark Knight. Oh, nice. Good. Be- especially, I liked... I'm pretty sure we watched The Dark Knight before Batman Begins, but I still liked the context of having both of them in like a short amount of time. Right, right. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Those are good ones. Those two movies together are Departed really Departed has always been... Like, it would be in your top three, I bet you're five. Probably. I don't want to give too much away, but... It, when it's fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> whenever, whenever we decide to rank our favorite movies, it'll be up there. Okay. It is just a really well done movie. It is, for sure. Um. Uh. How about favorite movie we hadn't seen from this list? Yes, I also I picked two for this. Me one. too. I actually think I picked three. <gasps> okay, I put Citizen Kane okay. because because I just think it's one of those ones that was a classic, and I think it was. There's just something about it I liked. I really enjoyed it. And I put The Pianist because I hadn't seen it. I thought I had, but I hadn't seen it. Now, favorite might be a strong word, but it is The Pianist is a really well done movie. It's just so depressing. So if you are looking for a depressing movie, this is the one you want for sure because it's really well done. But if you are not looking for a depressing movie, then... Don't watch The Pianist. Well, especially if you give the context of it's World War II, we're in Poland, and yeah. our main characters are Jewish. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, Three that I hadn't seen that I was really impressed with, Eternal Sun- Sunshine of the Spotless nice. Mind. I really did enjoy that because I just, I mean, I love seeing actors not go out of their comfort zone because we have seen stuff like that from Jim Carrey, but I just thought 
he was so good. Mm -hmm. And now I forget, was it Kate Winslet? Yes. They were both just so good. And it was kind of not a confusing movie, but like it wasn't just a like typical movie. It does get a a little creative. Rom-com-y. It has some, it had something else to it. I like that. You picked that. Um, Leon the Professional. Yeah. It's a great one. I, I just... I'm more surprised I hadn't seen it because I hadn't even heard of it before we started doing this. Right. And it is up there as one of my favorite movies that we've watched. Wow. Yeah. And The Prestige. The Prestige. Yeah. It's kind of hard because I'm sure there's a lot of other movies that we go, oh, yeah, I remember when we talked about this one. I really liked this one. But The Prestige stood out just because of like the Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale performances kind of at each other because they're these rivals. There's a lot of twists and turns in a it. A lot. And even the ending, you're like, what? Is happening. They did that? How did they do that? And yeah. they, they, do a, they do a good job of explaining like, oh, we did this because of this. Yeah, and yeah, for sure. Everything everything ends up lining up. But it's also a movie about magic. It is. Yeah, no, it is it is a good one for sure. Oh, my microphone fell. Hope it does. I guess we didn't. Did we say specifically we were going to do least favorite or just um no i because i got a couple okay mad max was my number one because when we did it that might have even been last year but yeah that was a bad one it was not i don't want to say it was so bad it was so disappointing yes that we ended up picking a second movie to talk about that week because we were just going to do one yeah and then we did and we're like okay let's go pick something else yeah we got jason Bourne. that yeah that did not hold up well it just doesn't make sense from where it ends up. Because, like, up. Mad Max, like, like Road... What is it? Fury Road? Yeah. I love that movie. That is a kick-ass women empowerment, like, movie. It's so good. So I'm like, yeah, let's go back to, like, the root of kind of this. Wow. Bad. No. That is, that's a hard no. I'm trying to think about Requiem for a Dream. I wasn't the biggest. Oof, yeah, that was a tough movie. Pan's Labyrinth. I liked that one. I had a, I know. It had, like, a bit of magic and... I don't know. It's like a, a very imaginative movie. I didn't mind that one at all. But uh, I, I know I can suggest one for you that you are not a fan of either of the Indiana Jones movies. No, not. Uh, as I I'm, liked the one better, though. Which one? The, sec- the second, not. The second one we watched? No, the first one we watched. Because we also watched it out of order. Yeah. It's probably like, the right? Um, As I'm looking, I don't know if there's any. I guess one flew over the cuckoo's nest, not for bad, but it, it just surprised me how much I liked it. Yeah, that's that's the other one. What movie surprised you? Oh, we didn't do that. No, we didn't do it. Oh, that was we one were... that surprised me, but I didn't write it down. Oh, okay. I put Twelve Angry Men because nice. I was really surprised I liked it. I was like, how are you going to keep me entertained for an entire movie where it's one scene basically in a courtroom? And I like the topic, and I thought it was just really well done. Um, Amadeus. Remember when we watched Amadeus and we're yeah. kind of like, we're kind of into this movie? That's weird because he's really crazy and he's like really eccentric. And But I did really like it. Um, and then I would say City of God. I would never watch it again. It was really hard on my heart. But it's a really well done story movie. Like I really did. It surprised me how much I liked it. And then the other one I put was Spirited Away. The nice. Yeah, the the anime one. Because I've never watched anime before, so I was surprised that I liked it. Yeah, those were my surprises. Uh, Airplane definitely surprised me because mm-hmm. that was just a fun. Yeah, that was just a really fun movie to watch. Yeah. Um, 
trying to like look at them now because I wrote down like one, but um, I guess Fargo surprised me because I don't remember liking it as much as I did the second time. Right. Um, Apocalypse Now surprised me just because Martin Sheen had a heart attack, and I feel like I want to like crazy like crazy thing to happen yeah like he's still just alive i hated that movie all right just it's not my favorite it's it's intense yeah Uh, war movie too (laughs) toy story toy story surprised me (laughs) no haven't seen that enough (laughs) Uh, star wars big surprise there yeah um and then what did i actually write down because i was just looking at the board for that one um because we did this very out of order um this is you're gonna like this one okay although it was a bit of a cheesy movie dirty dancing surprised me nice you did not like it when we watched it though yeah but like because it was corny but like when i thought about it like it's it's cute for the movie that it is right it doesn't try to be anything it's not right no i love dirty dancing i I think it's i know i think it's like the whole like this whole movie comes down to like this one line that is <laughs> puts not baby in the corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner. And you're like, what? That's all the, the only That's line all, I've ever heard. And it's, it's so dumb. It's, like, it's not even a not even a good line. Right. Yeah. Because she's not. First of all, she's not even really in a corner. No, it kind of would have been funnier if she was like sitting in the middle of the room and then they said it. Right. That would have made me laugh. That would have <laughs> right. been like, all right. So they wrote this line before they filmed. Yeah. Or like they had. The idea of where she was sitting before they wrote down the line. Yeah, she's not even in a corner. It's like a little half wall thing or whatever, right? Just like a funny, it's a funny statement to say. Damn. Just got to get over those things sometimes and just be in the music, Jack. Be in the Patrick Swayze. Yes. R.I.P. Okay, so the next one we're going to do is favorite TV shows of 2022. Wow. Did it again. I'm really, really there. Of 2021. So, obviously... It's without a doubt. I'm going to say Ted Lasso. Yes. I didn't know we could write down multiple. I just wrote down Ted Lasso. Okay. Okay, so this is what I'm going to say. Ted Lasso was my favorite comedy. Yellowstone was my favorite drama. And Mayor of Easttown was my favorite <laughs> limited series. Because I just think Mayor of Easttown, if, if you guys haven't seen it, it's just so phenomenal. It's just so well done. I like the different categories. Well, you know, I'm not picking. How do you pick between like Jason Sudeikis and like Cowboys? Yeah, it, it's like they could not be more different. Like one brings me like happiness and I feel warm and fuzzy inside. And one brings me like like I'm so intense and I'm so into it and I'm so invested in the character. So it's hard to pick, right? Yeah, I'm. You're just sticking with Ted Lasso. Yeah. Well, because I don't think I watched any other shows that were actually from this year. Mm. Like, right. I, I want to watch Yellowstone and Mare of Easttown and White Lotus, Succession. Like, there's so many movie shows I, I want to watch. We finished White Lotus. It's good. It's weird, man. <laughs> yeah. But there's something so intriguing about it. Yeah. Because you're not... It's like one of those ones you're not entirely sure what's going on. The last episode's pretty great. If... If that's, it might be the second last episode, but there's one episode where it's great. Like the owner or the manager of the um, hotel, it's just like, yeah, he's on a, he's on a thing. He's doing a thing and he is really fascinating. It's also White Lotus is a part of my, my newest number one celebrity crush. Sid, uh, 
Sydney? Yeah. Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. She's so good in it. Isn't she like, I don't want to say gay, but isn't she? Uh, I'm not sure. I, do, I don't want to, I just saw a video that said like her being a gay icon, maybe it's just because girls like her. Maybe. And she's also in Euphoria. So maybe people just think that. I don't know. She could be. I don't know. Who knows? Who does know? Um, MCU movies or MCU shows. I mean, we can't honestly could have done MCU movies. This was a big uh, Marvel year. As it should be. You guys have had <laughs> lots of time in a pandemic. I want good stuff coming at us. Do you remember when what you said to me last year? No. When I told you everything that was coming out? No. You said, are we sure it's not a little too much? Oh. <laughs> well, sometimes. It's fair because they're... They did miss a whole year of stuff. Yeah. So now everything's like everything's being pushed and it's so annoying, right? Like I get it. I get that everything has to be pushed. But there was a movie that was supposed to come out this Christmas and it's now not coming out till 2023, January, that I was looking forward to. Uh, that's. No, it's called the, It's the Nightingale. It's the book I read. That's like one of my favorite books. And Al and Dakota Fanning are playing the sisters from the book. Oh, and cool. I am so I'm so excited to see this movie. And it was supposed to come out this Christmas. So 2021. And now it's not coming out till 2023. January of 2023. But still. That that's frustrating. When you're excited for something, right? Yeah. I get it. There's a global pandemic. But whatever. <laughs> okay, so um we just put down the four shows because we only watched the first episode of What If, and like if we're being honest, we didn't really enjoy it that much because it was like the, it's okay. The Captain Carter one, yeah. We do. I have think to... we still want to watch it though. Oh, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Oh. Might not wait because that's fine. Um, just let us know because then we can just watch it or yeah. whatever. Well, especially because it's going to be important for Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. The multiverse of madness. <sighs> uh, so the four shows, um, I. Was WandaVision first? Yes. So WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, and Hawkeye. Yes. Hawkeye, which we haven't finished yet. We haven't finished, but we're enough into it. We can, mm-hmm. we're good. I can say. So my least favorite out of those, or I'll say in number four place, would be Loki. And it's, I enjoyed the show, but if I have to rank them. Oh, yeah, we have to rank it them. It wasn't the most appealing. However, I understand the importance of that show for the MCU with understanding the time continue like I understand why it had to be but I didn't and there were aspects of it I, I really liked but it wasn't my favorite out of the four my number four is Hawkeye okay even though we aren't done there is a couple reveals coming that I already know about before we've watched which doesn't ruin it it just to me it's just uh it it could be one of those shows that get better with time but I feel like it's already an adventure that was kind of pushed to the side mm-hmm. that now gets his chance. Right. Kind of the same as Black Widow. Yeah. Where it just doesn't, it feels like not too late, like it shouldn't have happened, but it just does feel like it was too late. Right, right. It's good to introduce Haley Steinfeld, though, and her character. Yeah, I like her. For the future. Yeah. Number three? Uh, I put Hawkeye. <clears throat> I just don't feel like, again, we're in it enough, but I do what we've watched so far, I've enjoyed, but I don't think it would knock out the my top two like do you know like i don't think no matter what i mean i do know that Mela florence is coming right yeah. so she, she did in the episode we watched yeah but she's in it more so i it could but i don't think so you never know though we'll get back to you guys my number three is wandavision yeah 
Um, just in in terms of the stakes, like it it was the first one, so mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to compare to where the other stories have evolved. Being the first one, I think, is important. But in just in terms of the story, like it was kind of one of those like so vision was gone but now we're bringing him back and like it it felt like a little too resurrecty right what i like so one is my number two what i liked about it is it was very different for the mcu it was very it's not it doesn't follow the same kind of pattern or script and i did like that they brought in those famous shows and i liked i liked a lot of aspects of wanda i found it i love kat dunnings i thought she was so good in it i loved um the other the black one. Monica. Why Monica. did you whisper that? Monica Rambo. Love her. Tayana Print. I love her. Like I, I did really enjoy Wanda. Uh, the first couple episodes I would say I was a little bit confused, but once you get there, and I mean Catherine Hahn is a goddess. So she is perfection on the screen, so she can be in anything and I would watch it. Tayana Parents. Yeah. I loved her. Monica Rambo. Monica. Again, another character that they set up for the future. I'm, I'm going to say the reason, it's not the whole reason it's in three, but they do bring back a major character that's from a different franchise and was supposed to be this big deal, and they just did it for nothing. Mm-hmm. There was no significance to it, and they literally, like, this is going to sound dramatic, but I when oh, I love it. when they had this reveal, I really felt like Marvel just spat in my face. Mm, wow. Because they do this big reveal and it's this character that you're like, Oh, it's this character, but it's not really this character. Right. Who, right. Who could it be? And then it's just, haha, boner. Right. Ralph boner. Like they just make it all into a joke. Yeah. And just, I really didn't like that. And no. it left a sour taste in my mouth for the whole show. Right. So your number two then is Falcon and the winter soldier. <gasps> Loki's number one. Loki's number this one. Is amazing. Falcon and the winter soldier. Actually, I'll just, I'll talk about Loki first, just because WandaVision I like I like this way of thinking. WandaVision walked so Loki could run because okay. WandaVision was so different that Loki kind of to me took it to another level and took it to this like surreal. I loved Owen Wilson. I thought his character yeah, was great. Wasn't. Like getting to learn more about Loki and kind of using the variants and they bring in Sylvie again characters that are going to be important to the future and then it leads into this final episode, which just feels like it's going to be this epic. And it turns into Jonathan Majors, who we know as Kang the Conqueror, who is this like multi-dimensional villain. But you, they meet the nicest one. Right. And they say, if you kill me, you're going to have to deal with all the other ones. And they're not so nice to me. Like, I just thought because this final episode, when you think of it as this epic and the multiverse breaks, but it's the three of them in a room together mm-hmm. and that's all it is. And it's them just talking and trying to kill him at some times. And he always knows what's coming until right. they hit the end of time. And he goes, I don't, I don't know, know what happens next. Yeah, I don't know. It was just to me, the best TV episode of the whole year. Right. Was right. that finale. Wow. Yeah, it was good. It was a little confusing though <laughs> sometimes, but. For sure. But when, when we're going to go back in a couple of years and watch it, it'd be like, okay, so now it'll just be the backstory to where the MCU is going to go. Right, right. Yeah. No, I do. And Tom Middleton, like, I mean, is he, could he be better as a Loki? Like, he's so good as Loki. Like, like his facial expressions and the way his body moves and everything, he's just so good. So, yeah. So my number one is Falcon. 
Winter Soldier. Makes sense. I wonder why. No. I mean, it, it is just like a six-hour Marvel movie. It, that's what I was going to say. It is the Marvel that I'm used to. It's the Marvel that I've come to love is that, you know, the action and the, you know, Sebastian Stan. I mean, who doesn't want Sebastian Stan on their screen? They they do dive more into his, like, him going to therapy. And yeah. They do deal with a lot of real-world things as well. And I love Anthony Mackie. I mean falcon slash captain america he's just he's just so good and the two of them together i love the bromance i just love it i loved yeah it's kind of a good for the future of the mcu that that's kind of the buddy cop rivalry i guess we call it even though they're just really good friends compared to what captain america before and iron man were which was just bitter rivals that were basically forced to work together yeah yeah, who just, they did not, they did not agree. Captain America and Iron Man never agreed. They always had different, you know, maybe the end game was the same, or sorry, I shouldn't say that, but maybe their end result, they wanted the same, but I think getting end, there. I think end game, I yeah. think it works. They always had different paths of how to get to that end result, right? And they just couldn't, they just could not see that. So I like, I love these two together. So that was my number one. So uh, it's your number two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm Loki number one. Wow. I loved it. As soon as you said it at four, I'm like, wow, this is my number one show. That's going to be fun. I like it, though, when we, we don't. Like when we have different things, right? Yeah. Um. So now we're doing theater? Yeah, theater. So our theater experiences this year, you've see, you saw six movies, right? Five. Five. So I went to the theater five times. Yes. Saw one of the movies three times. How many times did you see Spider-Man, Jack? That was three times. Three times. And may or may not have fallen asleep during the third time. I can't believe it. For like 10 minutes. Still. Wow. And it was a pretty major moment that I missed. I had already seen it twice. <laughs> um, In like four days, too, or something. Three days or something. Thurs- it was Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Yeah. Um, I'm good. I-, I don't need to watch it until it comes out on Netflix or Disney+. Plus. The third time, though, was just to hang out with my friends. Yeah, for sure. And see it with them. So, uh, number five. My number five, would I would say Eternals. I also said Eternals. Yeah, like, listen, I liked it. It was good. It just, it wasn't, I think, what I had hoped for. It was also, like, our first movie back, and I think I had pretty high expectations. I think if I rewatched it. Did we not see Dune first? Oh, maybe we did. Because yeah. it was the moving seats, which I don't think you really like. I did not enjoy that. It's harder. It was harder for a Marvel movie because there's a lot of flying around. Yeah. A lot of movement. I didn't. I did not enjoy my seat moving like that. I'm good with it just staying stationary. Yeah. So I put Eternals. Yeah. I feel bad because I love the MCU, but it just didn't. It didn't hold up for me. No. It was. It was Lackluster. Like a, yeah. It just. Didn't. I didn't really understand it no it like was. i did but i didn't like and i was just like i don't know it's also one of those it's hard to go okay so these cosmic beings that are like so unbelievably powerful but they just they can't do anything yeah like but you're not allowed to do anything you can't actually save the world thank you no so eternals four when, um i put french dispatch again because we have to rank them it's hard but i did really enjoy the movie because i love wes anderson but like you have to rank them so you know it's a really well done movie, though. I mean, Wes Anderson, you can't go wrong with him. Uh, my number four is the third time I saw Spider-Man. There we go. Because okay. the theater was dead. It was late on a Sunday night. <gasps> no one got excited for any of the oh. big reveals. A couple oh. of them, like 
there was some some shouting not as much clapping as the first time but it was just it wasn't an energetic theater experience like the first two times yeah yeah um i put my number three as king richard so this is the movie of serena and venus williams dad richard williams obviously and um will smith plays him and brilliant like you know i'm not i'm not gonna say i'm not a will smith fan he's not one of my favorites he's either i really like him or i don't like it's not it's not an in-between there's a lot of movies i've really loved with will smith but he's the kind of he's an iffy one for me but he's great in this movie and it's and it's produced by the williams sisters so it's it's true like it's factual it's not just like a made-up story or someone's taken what they think happened this is actual facts and stuff and this man is He's really, he was really, he's really smart. Like he really had a vision for these girls and he made it happen whether they wanted it or not. (laughs) But I mean, some can say, I think for me, I was shocked because I thought he was going to be a tough ass and he actually, he has moments where he's not at all. He's like, Hey, we're walking away. We're not doing this anymore. You're going to go and have like, you know, a normal experience and stuff. Like he was, he was really good. Anyways, I did really enjoy the movie. It was good. Uh, my number three is Dune. Yeah. Again, that was the I watched the in the moving seats one, which wasn't that bad. There wasn't that much like movement, but yeah, it was a really good story, and I think it's another one of those movies that when we see the second one, yeah, it's going to make the first one better because it was just like it's. I know it's, it's bad, a and, and everyone setup movie. everyone complained about it, but that's what it is. It's setting up the story. Yeah, like you have to give. This is why we were talking the other day about. <clears throat> why limited series are doing so well it's because you're giving people like mayor of Easttown is like what is it eight episodes you're giving it's almost like an eight hour movie and you're giving a chance of people to get their characters developed it's really hard to do in two hours develop characters otherwise it's not believable right so you have to do not you had to give them a chance to to just let's just develop it and let's not throw hate on it quite yet mm-hmm. let's see what happens right so that was your number four no three. three so my number two is doom yeah because yeah like it was for me i really enjoyed it there was something about it it, it is slow paced but i was okay with that i was like i'm kind of into it and my only thing was zendaya like i thought she was gonna be like a major character but she's going to be in the other ones yeah. again we were just setting her up for the second one, right? But it's just because she was doing all the press and she was doing whatever. So I was thinking, like, she's going to be in this whole movie. But she's not, you guys. Just spoiler alert, she's in, like, 10 minutes. So yeah, 10 total. minutes might be generous. Yeah, right? Like, she's not in it. And it's just kind of flashes and stuff. So, anyways. Timothy Chalamet, so good. My number two is the second time seeing Spider-Man. Damn it. I know. the And my girlfriend will argue this because the first time the theater was very rowdy. There was a lot of cheering and a lot of clapping, which did take away, which did... It did ruin the experience a bit. But the second time... by this, Not by the second time. The second time seeing it was more of just like bringing everything together because the first time was just like shock it was just like yeah. they actually and it, I, something i kept saying to my friends and we kept saying to each other like they actually did that and again we're not going to talk about spoilers god no people need to see it i hope it doesn't get spoiled for people because no. there's a lot like it's not just like one or two things there's a lot that you just wouldn't want to get spoiled yeah but they like they, they really did it they, they really did that movie yeah 
They did. That's my number one. It was for me because I didn't see it twice. I only saw it the second time with you. And I loved the theater. I thought the theater experience was incredible. Like everyone was so into it. Like, like the clapping and the cheering and the like, not very often do you go to a movie where it's that people are so invested. So we saw it the day it came out. I saw it the day it came out. Technically, you saw it the day before. And um, so I guess they, people are just, those are the diehard fans that are seeing it the day before it actually comes out, right? Um, but it was just, what an experience. I think it is the best theater experience. I don't think anything could ever top it. No. Because like Endgame in the theater was really good, but there's only like a few, like moments I would say like two really big moments. Yeah. And in this one, there's more than two there's so many there's one that's so small but to me it was just so significant right yeah no it was so it was what a fun theater experience i loved it i hope they don't shut down theaters yeah i really want to keep going um how about before we look to next year what was your favorite movie of 2021 so I put Promising Young Woman and this has been debated with me because it's like, no, because that's a 2020 movie. But I saw it in 2021. So I'm going to say that was my favorite movie of the year. I don't know. But then now Spider-Man's like creeping. I don't know. It's d- knocking on the door now. I did throw an honorable mention for Shang-Chi. Wait, was, oh, okay. was that in the theater? No, it wasn't. No, it was Disney. Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah. Um, I feel like I saw it in the theater. I know I know theaters weren't open, but I just I feel you just like, really feel like it's yeah. a theater experience. The the best. I movie. feel like you did too. I think I did. I, I think did. you did too. Yeah. You and your you and uh, your girlfriend went and saw it, and then I saw it on Disney or something. Yeah, yeah you did see it in the that theater. That was a good. It was a good theater movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. That was a really that's that's, that's it's a fun movie. That's my honorable mention of this year. But the best movie of this year, even though I saw it three times, it, it's Spider Man. Spider Man No Way Home because they really did that. They did it. Yeah, I'd say I, I would put those. Promising Young Woman is was <laughs> up until maybe I saw Spider Man. Maybe. Mm. All right, let's look forward to next year. Where next year it's it's too bad because there aren't any superhero movies. <laughs> No, there's like maybe one. There's definitely not the Batman or Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness or Thor, Thor, Love and the Thunder, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse 2, but it's called part one. Yeah, there's some there's some there. Did I miss? Well, I want to say, first of all, Don't Look Up is coming out tomorrow on Netflix on Christmas Eve. Um, Huge cast. I'm really looking forward to it. I would like to watch it tomorrow, but I also am like, it's not really Christmas Eve. I'd rather watch Christmas Vacation because Don't Look Up will always be, will be there. And maybe Don't Look Up is like uh, 27th. Oh, okay. I like it. I like having a date locked down. 27th. Or we could do like 26th afternoon. Oh, wait. No, no, no you're not here. No. No. And it's like hockey and crap. Yeah. It's hockey. Yeah. What are you doing for New Year's, Jack? New Year's Eve. Uh, Team Canada plays mm-hmm. uh, at 8 to 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock usually, and uh, Michigan is playing in the college football national semifinals. Yeah. Yeah. When I asked him what he was doing, because we're not allowed to go out, so it's just like, hey, what are we all going to do? That's what I was told, is he's watching sports. There's so was, Team Canada and there's Michigan. Yeah. And then I talked to the hubby, and he was like, yeah, that's what we're doing. Okay. Great. That's a, 
a game on before the college football game on before that amazing god what a great way to go into the new year actually i don't care makes you guys happy i'm happy for you maybe i won't even make it to midnight maybe i'll just be like whatever (laughs) here we go (laughs) yeah whatever it's another year right anyways don't look up i'm looking forward to that one um, I did put Doctor Strange, which I'm sure you have on your list. But my my biggest one that I'm looking forward to, and it comes out January 7th, is called 355, which was supposed to come out last spring. And it's Jessica Chastain. It's kind of like a spy movie. And it's got a, an amazing women cast. And Sebastian Stan might be in it. Or Oscar Isaac. Ooh, now I'm confused. I like them both so much. I can't remember which one is which. But it's not Charlie's Angels. It's not Charlie's Angels. It's like a I kind of I kind of bothered me that they said that. Like why? Like why do you not? Like I understand that they want to be something different, but it's like it's not Charlie's Angels. Okay, we weren't we weren't calling it Charlie's Angels. It's like really not. It doesn't look like that at all. It looks. I know my microphone is really giving me a hard time today. It keeps like moving and shaking and. Family, I might need a new mic stand. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. So that comes out um January. Yeah. It says Action Spy. <laughs> It is Sebastian Stan. Okay. And it's, um, yeah, it's just got, it's about like women assassins. And I'm so down for that. I love that kind of movie. It's like my favorite kind of movie. Yeah. Like a Mission Impossible type, but like women. Or, I'm uh, sorry, I'm not saying or like not to be excited for that, but also Mission Impossible 7. Yeah, that's true. When's that come out? 7. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't write down any dates. Oh, okay. I that's just good. wrote down the movies. Um, I think the number one movie, and we're just, we've been ignoring it for a while, but we're so excited to see Marry Me. (laughs) Don't say it. (laughs) Marry Me, Jennifer Lopez, Owen Wilson. Jennifer Lopez is playing Jennifer Lopez, but her name probably isn't Jennifer Lopez. She plays a singer, though. Woo, big stretch. It might be one of the worst movies. One of the worst, it's definitely the worst trailer I've ever seen. It's definitely the worst trailer. And it comes out Valentine's Day. Do you think, like, poor guys are going to get, like, like brought like this is for the movie we have to see because it's valentine's day <gasps> i'm gonna feel so bad for men that have to go watch that movie. i hope not i might be i might do like a psa right of like <laughs> don't. don't don't go it just looks so bad and Owen wilson like what are that, you doing i think that's my disappoint most disappointing part it's like jennifer lopez fine whatever you could do this movie no, but like owen wilson like yeah. you just did loki i know you were lightning mcqueen maybe maybe like did one before or something like maybe this marry me was done like years ago but because the pandemic hasn't been released and now he's like Ugh. imagine having to go out and promote that oh lord i wonder if they even do she will she will well she likes being in the spotlight so she will but no that one looks um really bad it looks really bad and i hate being mean so you know it must look really bad for me to be like mean about it no um that's all I have for my looking forward to. Uh, um, Do you have more? Uncharted. It's a uh, adaption of a video game. It's Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Oh yeah. Kind of action adventure. I like that. When's that? Oh, I was gonna ask you when, but you don't. No. You don't write those down. Okay. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic. I I was gonna put them into categories. Cautiously optimistic for Lightyear, which is the Buzz Lightyear true story, but it's still animated and it's Chris Evans. Okay. Um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is in the cautiously oh. optimistic because that's going to be hard to watch. And we, yeah. Letitia Wright, we don't know what's going on with her. Yeah. There's a few things. Yeah, poor girl. Eh? Um, there's I'm I'm not calling this movie the title that it should be, but 
Ambulay Ants looks pretty right. good. <laughs> I'm not I'm not calling it the title it's supposed to be. It's Ambulance Guys. Ambulay Ants. Yeah. Ambu- uh, so we even- saw it as a trailer in our one of our movies and yeah, it's it does look good. It's like it's like um it's a Michael Bay. Like it's wh- exactly what you picture. It's yeah. action. It's going to be It's Jake Gyllenhaal and uh which man, he got a lot of hate. Oof. Kind of poor poor guy. Oh, you're the Uncharted comes out in February, February 18th. Ambulance. <laughs> no. I'm not, I'm not calling it ambulance okay. because then they, at the end of the trailer, they exemplify the LA. Like, why didn't we take 10 more minutes to figure out a better title? <laughs> because just literally, 10 more minutes. That's all it needed. Literally, it's ambulance because a lot of the story is going to happen in an ambulance and yeah. it's in LA. Yeah. It's Ambu LA Ants. Right. <laughs> or just call it LA Ambulance or Ambulance LA. Like, right. don't. Don't make me call it Ambu Elliance. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take out the second A. But yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen, the mm-hmm. second, yep. are brothers, which is like not hilarious, but it's just, you know, they'll explain that. But it's just one of those like, why? Yeah. Why do they have to? Why can't they just be friends? Right, right. Yeah. And then, of course, Isaac Gonzalez, who is going to be the hot ambulance driver because it's Michael Bay and we have to have a pretty girl. We have to have a pretty girl. We have to have a pretty girl do pretty things and just be like, what? Oh, my God. I'm so dumb. Yeah. I mean, she's ambulance. She's like paramedic. She's paramedic. You're right. She'll probably be smart. I wonder. But this is the thing is it's not like she'll have like some conviction of like trying to do the right thing but then she'll just get overpowered by the men because it's michael bay because it's michael bay and he needs he likes that right yeah he likes he likes the girl to be there megan fox stand there scream look pretty whatever have your boobs out like that's what i want from you yes yes but don't actually have any depth or any you know maybe help no we don't want meaningful lines from you we just want people to look at you (laughs) right yes um I'm excited about this Uncharted now that comes out in February. So that's good. Um, a movie that I didn't know was even existing, but Creed 3. Oh, okay. That's what about that other one that November, he's in? Sorry. November 23rd. I feel like he's just making No, I actually guys. did because it's American Thanksgiving because they've done okay. that for all the other two movies. What about that other one? Uh, jo- Journal oh, no. for Jordan? Why? Oh. Because it's so sad. Oh, I see. He's like a soldier and he definitely is dead. Or maybe he's not. But he's like writing a journal to his son. Yeah. It does look good, though. It does look good. I but really it just like looks him. Really sad. I know. Michael B. Jordan. Come I on. like him. Maybe he'll be in Black Panther. Maybe. Probably not. No. He, he died. <gasps> Spoiler. <laughs> From Black Panther. Yeah. Um,. I didn't write down Top Gun because I'm not really that excited for Top Gun. I definitely will watch it, though. But I'm not like, oh, my God, I can't wait. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah, those, like, I'm. Those are all mine. Ambulay Ants. 3.55 for me, which is soon. It's only a few weeks away. Hopefully the theaters are still open because that would be a fun movie one. 3.55? Yeah, because it's like action and like sp- kind of spy action, right? Yeah, like Charlie's Angels. Stop it so annoying it's just like you don't have to compare yourself to charlie's angels i know all right let's pick our our movies for next year <laughs> you're so funny i'm very funny uh number 26 snatch i have 88 which is rocky rocky we talked about creed let's go back to rocky yeah, the original fine. yeah I'm right. into it. rocky and snatch i love snatch. isn't snatch uh i was about to say jason sudeikis isn't that um no, now I'm thinking Jason Siegel. No, it's Statham. 
Jason Statham? Yes, it is Jason Statham. I think it's Brad Pitt. Uh, it's a Guy Ritchie who's... There we go. Guy Ritchie. We that's, love Guy Ritchie. That's that's the answer Love right there. Guy Ritchie movies. So I'm into it. All right. Okay. So you got anything else for this year? I got nothing else. Everyone have a nice, safe, happy holidays. Please stay healthy and just take care of your loved ones and yourselves. And thanks for listening. Our few fans, we do it for you. And yeah, we'll see you in 2022. Yep. Not 2023. No. We're not skipping a year. Damn. Leap year? Maybe. That's what a that's what a leap year should be. Yeah, right? Twenty twenty two. Alright. <laughs> we'll see you in twenty twenty two. Happy New Year. Bye. <laughs> what? Alright, let's we'll see you next time or next year? See you next year. Next year. Okay. Bye. <laughs>